Happy New Year and welcome to this episode of Photo Biz X. This is a New Year's special where some of my previous favorite guests and photography business coaches share their thoughts on how they see this year 2021 shaping up for you and your photography business. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I do hope you had a happy new year and a fantastic Christmas If you are based in Australia, there's a good chance you still may be on holidays. I'm thinking it's a little bit different if you're based in the Northern Hemisphere. You guys tend to get back into work and business pretty quickly after New Year's. So wherever you are based in the world, I do hope you enjoy today's episode, which is, like I mentioned earlier, a very special episode. I approached some of my favorite previous guests and photography business coaches, all of whom will be familiar to you if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, to answer one specific question for today's episode. I emailed each of them and I said in that email, I'm putting together a podcast episode for a New Year's release of PhotoBizX and would love to feature you and your thoughts on how you see photography business shaping up for 2021. To participate, I'll need a five to 10 minute audio recording. And of course, (laughs) Bernie Griffiths went over. (laughs) He couldn't help himself, but everyone else, I can assure you, stuck to the time limit. And I went on to say in that email that if you are up for this, start the recording with an intro saying who you are, your business name, and briefly what you do. Then share your thoughts and predictions for photography business in 2021. I also asked them to focus on marketing and advertising trends, sales, branding, social media, declining or expanding markets, the need to shoot multiple genres or double down on a single genre, what photographers, what you will need to do to succeed, or a prediction that things will return to how they were pre-COVID. So it was a pretty wide open range of topics. And I asked each of the photographers, the coaches, to take this where they like. So coming up in today's episode, you are going to hear from Bernie Griffiths, Gina Militia, who is the headshot and celebrity photographer who also has her own podcast, So You Want to Be a Photographer, Umberto Garcia, who is the photography marketing guru, Nicole Begley, the pet photographer, from Hair of the Dog Academy, who helps her members, her pet photographer friends, succeed in business. Joel Dunn, the mindset and photography business coach based in Australia. Samantha Grant, the Facebook ad strategist and wedding photographer based in the US, who has a totally different approach to Facebook ads than we often hear about on the PhotoBizX podcast. Mark Rosetto, another photography business coach based in Australia, who you will be familiar with if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time. You'll also hear from Tracy Moore, who is the senior girls photographer based in the US, who I absolutely loved talking to and interviewing late in 2020. I know you're going to love what she has to share. And of course, a podcast episode featuring photography business coaches would not be complete if I didn't feature Steve Saparito, who will also be contributing in today's episode. 
Now, just before we get into this, you will want the URL for the show notes for today's episode because there are links to anywhere and everywhere you can find today's guests, including their past interviews, which are full of content that will be just applicable to 2021 as it was when it was recorded. So you can find today's show notes over at photobizx.com forward slash 2021 special. photobizx.com forward slash 2021 special. All right, let's get into these audio recordings now. Hi everyone, Bernie Griffiths here, International Photography Business Coach. Yes, we're managing to get through 2020. Wow, what a year it's been for everyone. Um, It's been amazing. I just wanted to give my thoughts and reflections and predictions and as we move forward into the new year of 2021. It goes without saying that the photography industry has struggled in many areas in 2020, thanks to the proliferation of COVID-19, coronavirus, And a great many wedding and portrait photographers are seeing a big decrease in the bookings over the past year or just seen a big decrease. One sector, of course, was hit the hardest through the loss of income as being wedding photographers. And I certainly have felt for the wedding photographers throughout the world, uh, especially as a wedding photographer myself. And so it must have been pretty hard for you guys, but Let's face it, you're going to make a comeback, right? Although it's been hard for you this year, you're going to make a comeback next year. And wedding photography can be a very good business to be in. But of course, hopefully, everyone has learned something from the coronavirus. And certainly, as I coach my clients throughout the world, we've learned a lot and we've adjusted accordingly. Being a photography business coach uh, enables me to have a good insight into the uh, portrait and wedding industry. I have clients in the United States, in many states in Europe, Singapore, the UK, and many states in Australia. So let me tell you what I think is happening in the wedding and portrait businesses around the world. The most challenging aspect of running a photography business in 2020 was, of course, that photographers weren't able to get consistency in the marketing as their region went into lockdown, opened up, half closed down, sort of opening and closing doors. Very frustrating, and still that's continuing now. While some countries like Australia are opening up, other countries like the United States and the UK are closing down. So all these doors have been opening and closing Nevertheless, many not only have survived, but a lot have thrived. Notable PhotoBiz members like Marcus Anthony in episode 326, Brian Kellogg in episode 350, who Andrew interviewed on PhotoBiz over a year or two ago, have seen their businesses substantially grow as we've adjusted internal processes to facilitate the COVID onslaught. And 220, of course, has all been about solving the pandemic problem. Year after year, the wedding portrait industry seemed to be plagued with stories of photographers battling it out in a struggling market. But from my perspective, I've seen a lot of growth, a lot of innovation and courageous photographers taking risks and certainly being financially rewarded for their efforts. So whatever you believe simply comes from the perspective that you see it from and, of course, what you subscribe to in your own mind. So although the pandemic has put some aspects of uh, business beyond our control, 
there's one thing that we can control most of the time, and that's ourselves. So we can take situations into our own hands and make some calculated decisions to move forward. So during the pandemic, a lot of my clients found ways of generating income and keeping financially afloat by thinking outside of the box and doing things like selling past clients old negatives and files, selling off unused equipment. Yeah, I had one client that had 14 lenses, so we sold a few of those off to keep a bit of cash flow happening. And many photographers have found the time in 2020 to work on their businesses and complete the website and setting up third-party affiliate relationships and developing strategic marketing plans for the future. Families still embrace the need to have professional photographs taken and they love to capture the special moments of their lives and a number of photographers have continued to shoot outdoors in a COVID-safe way. We've been able to sort of streamline safe COVID processes for portrait photographers. Um, We've been able to do that by introducing sales by Zoom This has proven to be a surprise to me. And the fact that it's been so successful for many photographers with sales much higher than I expected. And hearing sales come through of two or $3,000 via Zoom have been common. It may well be the new normal for portrait photographers to run the business with all of their sales being done this way. So when it comes to marketing, not much has changed over the last 12 months, I feel. Social media is still an important public relations and awareness tool. However, the way businesses have depended on social media in the past few years, I think, has dramatically changed. We've seen the introduction of algorithms on Instagram as well as Facebook that showed you content based on your interest rather than chronologically and has confused a lot of photographers The algorithm has caused a bit of disruption in the organic traffic and engagement that many photographers have been enjoying for years. And once upon a time, of course, Facebook advertising was very cheap, but now we have to pay at least five to ten times more to get the same reach. But the Bernie-style Facebook ads as launched on PhotoBizX podcasting, that was episode 136, is still proving to be one of by far the best lead generator types of marketing we have been doing in 2020 and by far and away the best return on your investment that your money can buy. So with the sales by genre, what we found is that families have given us the highest sales as a genre. Second to that has been newborn. And then we've got mothers and their children as a genre, mothers and daughters and dogs and boudoir and glamour have all been genres we've been able to put into Bernie's Facebook-style ad and bring us in hundreds, if not thousands, of leads over the past year. I feel that in 2021 and beyond, you know, there'll be some new normals, but Bernie's Facebook ad seems to be going very well, and certainly that'll be a, a thrust in marketing for next year with all of our clients. And the best-selling products we found in 2020 in this order have been mostly acrylics. And as a photography business coach, I'm certainly getting everyone to niche down a little bit in the products. And I've got a lot of my clients just selling acrylics only. I feel that we're going to set trends. um, The canvases will slowly die. We're sort of making them fade away, matted frame prints, uh, those things I used to do 50 years ago or more. So we're looking at just creating studios that just do acrylics. 
And acrylics are make, coming many different forms. The beauty of acrylics is that we can do collages with many different numbers of photographs just on the one print um, from five images to 11 and even more. So acrylics will be the big thing next year. And secondary to that will be portrait boxes where we can sell a larger collection of matted prints. Uh, digitals, of course, will still make available at very high prices uh, great profit in selling files and will let canvas slowly die out. And of course, smaller print collections will make available as well. And one of the surprises this year with working with my clients has been the I Want It All collection, which is a high priced three to $5,000 uh, and above I Want It All collection, um, which has been very popular with sales. So getting on to 2021, and it's only around the corner now, one thing, good news for the newborn photographers is that there's a predicted baby boom in 2021. So you newborn photographers out there should gear up because you're going to have a record number of newborn sessions. And if you're ready, it'll be fantastic. You're going to be busier than ever. Wedding photography, as I mentioned, is poised to come back in 2021. Because of all the weddings that have been postponed and have moved forward a year, and as soon as we have a vaccine for coronavirus, of course, which is coming very soon and being rolled out in some countries, once we get back to that normal, weddings will get back to fully normality. Wedding photographers have struggled, as I've mentioned, two or three times in 2020. Uh, they've gone through a tough learning period, and hopefully they've learned to run their businesses and have started to understand and make more efficient their time management and I've gone costs and pricing. So I think diversification is the key to survival, and many wedding photographers, I think, will start moving to portraits, home studios, and those based in shop front and other retail premises specialising family genre will boom, I think, in 2021. So with the oversaturation and new photographers in the market, of course, seasoned veterans and older photographers of the wedding and portrait Industry will take the opportunity to turn to mentoring, education, and workshops as a second stream of income. So there'll be a lot more educators next year. And millenniums really want more of an experience nowadays. So we have to think of them and give them great experiences, as well as, you know, giving them products and putting the products at higher prices. Uh, home studios, as I say, they will boom also. There's a big trend and we're pushing that or I'm pushing that with my clients towards black and white photography and there'll be a big surge like there was 20 years ago when I had my own studio when I went just to purely black and white. So selling same day image selection and receiving wall prints within a few days rather than weeks will be a growing trend. We're driving that. We're driving that trend. And the strategy of a successful studio is to have appeal and attract more customers have a convenient location and speed of producing products will be important. There are always things out of control in the photography industry. However, the one thing we have is control of ourselves, as I said earlier. So it's about what we do that's important rather than what is out there that we can't control. So it's important now, probably more than ever, regardless of the distractions, to work on the many areas of your business. And photographers are willing to have trust and faith and follow a business plan like my own five steps to freedom will see massive growth. 
I've seen in 2020, as bad as it appeared to be, nine new clients I have that have taken possession of retail premises and opened a real studio. There'll be never been a better time to open a studio if you're thinking about it than at the beginning of 2021. But you'll have to work on creating a distinguishable style and honing a craft as it's crucial, it's vital in order to stand out from the crowd and attract the clients you want to work with. So my advice to all photographers is that if you're out there in the photography business and you want a great business, look upon your camera not as a tool to create images, but rather look upon your camera as a money-making machine. Every success to everyone listening in 2021. And thank you to Andrew for inviting me to be on this short podcast. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, Andrew and PhotoBizX listeners, it's Gina Militia here. I'm a Melbourne-based commercial portrait and lifestyle photographer and the co-host of the So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast. I was first interviewed by Andrew in EP56 and I did a follow-up interview in EP266. So if you want to hear about how I got my break in the TV and film industry by cleaning toilets or my thoughts on gaining more clients by upping your photography game, then go check out those episodes. I think The best way to sum up how I feel about 2020 is to use one of my favorite Sicilian proverbs, and that is, from shit, good things grow. We've all been tested in 2020, and I believe the world and the photography industry will come out better and stronger than before. My prediction on the photography industry in 2021 is that authenticity and connection will continue to be the buzzwords of the year. I think that what we saw in 2020 is the world, well, certainly the entertainment industry relaxed a little bit more. So we saw uh, TV presenters Uh, news presenters doing Zoom broadcasts where they were in their homes and it was suddenly okay for the dog to walk through the screen or the child. And so suddenly that whole facade of, you know, everything has to be perfect and curated, you know, hair, not a hair out of place, certain look to the makeup and all buttoned up and suits and all of that. That's seems to be has really mellowed in 2021 we all relaxed in 2020 we all relaxed and so i think this is going to be reflected in a push for more relaxed and natural looking portraits across the industry and i think the same goes for the social media feeds and promotion and we can already see that happening a lot more authenticity there I think the photographers that will thrive in 2021 and beyond are going to be the creative thinkers. So when you think about it, smartphones and camera technology are practically idiot-proof these days. Any banana with a camera can take a decent photo. The photographers that are going to stand out are the ones that shoot original concepts that tell stories. Uh, Creativity is one of the few skills that can't be automated. You want to strive to become the kind of photographer that is hired for their unique vision and not just a button pusher. My best marketing tip is 
to make images that stand out from the pack and create memorable experiences for your client. So I recommend that you invest in advancing your photography skills so they're going to stand out from the work of Jan in accounts with her iPhone. Work on perfecting the way that you direct and pose and light and edit your work. Studying the work of photography masters and ignoring what's so hot right now on Instagram. I think that shooting personal projects that are meaningful to you, uh, because if you don't care about the work you do, you can't expect anyone else to care about it. I also think it's really important to work on your mindset. So by that, I mean protecting your energy limiting your time on social media and doom scrolling on Twitter. Comparison's the thief of joy. So there's always going to be someone whose life looks better and shinier and more exciting than yours. But you've got to remember that everyone is putting out their best life on social media. So Spend time, I think, investing in relationships, you're going to get a much better return for your time. And finally, I think it's important to play the long game and trust in the process. I don't think there's any such thing as an overnight success and there's no quick fixes. What comes easy won't last and what lasts won't come easy. You can build a big beautiful bright fire just by taking balls of newspaper rolling it up and lighting it with a match it's going to look impressive it'll light up the sky for several minutes but then it dies out but if you take the time to gather the kindling chop the firewood build the fire light it stoke it blow on it it's not pretty it's messy it takes time it's hard work but eventually that fire will take off, the kindling will burn, and in turn those logs will catch. And those logs, once they're burning, those coals are going to keep you warm for a long, long time. If you're interested in learning more about how to improve your photography skills, then check out my podcast, So You Want to Be a Photographer, which I co-host with Valerie Koo. And you can check out my work at genomilitia.com. And that's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. You can connect with me at Genial Militia on all social media and wishing you all much joy and success in 2021. Thanks, Andrew. Hey, this is Amerta Garcia, and my views on 2021 are very optimistic. 2020 has been a wildfire on small businesses. And what do I mean by that? Well, the giant sequoia, you know, the, these giant 3,000-year-old trees, some of the biggest trees in the entire world, actually have about a foot of bark that protect them from fires. The other effect that these fires have on them is that it actually destroys a lot of the brush and some of the older trees or the weaker trees, and it opens up the air and lets more sunlight basically shine down on the forest floor and some of the smaller trees, letting them grow. It also basically opens up the seeds. And as long as they're not charred and completely burned and destroyed, it actually prepares them to be able to basically grow new trees. And then on top of that, 
as it destroys all the brush on the ground and all the leaves, it lets the seeds make contact with the floor. Now, this is important because although we normally think of forest fires destroying trees, especially these extremely valuable ones, it has some other effects of basically, you know, allowing the strongest ones to survive and allowing new ones to grow. And 2020 has definitely done that. One, by completely destroying, or, you know, basically dismantling and making less efficient, you know, just less sustainable businesses continue to survive. And that is sad. That's sad for the owners and it's a terrible thing. But this happens all the time anyways. Obviously not at this level, you know, worldwide. And it's usually not this impactful to the entire industry. It might be a little bit more local. But what it's done is it's allowed the studios that, let's just say, had a focus on marketing, had excellent customer service, that were growth-minded, that had a long-term plan. It's allowed them to basically start consolidating the market. So our clients right now, and a little recap on who I am, I own a marketing agency. I would say we have the most amount of portrait clients we have ever had. We are the busiest we've ever had. Even though I had to take the PPP loan and you know we slowed down for two months, this is going to be the most profitable year we've ever had. And that's also because this is the most profitable year for almost every single one of our portrait studios. I actually can't even think of one client that we have across the US or Canada or the UK that is actually didn't match last year's numbers or didn't grow. And that is incredible considering a lot of these studios are in California, you know, New Jersey, New York. Uh, these studios were closed for three months and still they're matching last year's numbers or growing. The other effect that this had, and this is probably similar to like the digital age, is that you know, as these older businesses go away, as the barrier to entry becomes easier, right? Because if you were sitting there thinking about opening up a boudoir studio or opening up some sort of portrait studio and everybody had to shut down their doors and you had low overhead, you were newer, a lot of people stopped marketing, right? Everyone was getting a little bit scared. That was a launching pad. That was a lot of breathing room. So we also have a lot of new studios that are up and coming, very talented people that were able to capture market share as well. I do think that it's a little bit different for weddings. Um, what we have seen working with so many different states, you know, studios in different states, uh, cities and counties, is that a lot of the results do rely on and are basically based on how strict uh, let's just say the shutdowns were. So we have studios in Florida that are completely open right now. People can even shoot weddings here, you know, North Carolina. But then we have some studios that are slowing down a little bit more in New York, in LA. I don't normally use those excuses for our clients if they slow down at all. But I do understand, you know, if if people in certain tourist areas or with major industries that rely on gatherings are slow, and a lot of the economy relies on that, some genres like photo booths and weddings are just a little bit slower to bounce back in some of the more restrictive areas that are taking more precautions. But for the most part, even the portrait studios in those areas have grown significantly. So with that all being said, and the fact that the first vaccine was just given today, December 14th in the United States, I do think that we're moving very quickly back to pre-COVID. And I hate to say that because I know everyone wants to say that things will change forever and I'm sure they will. But for the most part, if we can see other countries and how they're reopening, you can even see it, it inside the States. The enthusiasm is there amongst the population. And I think once things are 
start opening back up and people are legally allowed to gather or indulge in the services that they want to without government restrictions, I think it's going to be game on and we're going to be hitting the floor running bigger, better, faster than ever with some new tools in our tool belt, right? Everything from maybe switching over to IPS Zoom, just doing things slightly differently, maybe being open to communicate more through video calls and not having to bring people into our studio necessarily. So I do think that some of our habits are going to change, whether there's still you know a huge risk with coronavirus or not. And those could be good, bad, but they're just different. And lastly, I'll leave you with this. What we have found is the people that have done the best and that have made it through COVID and have grown are the people that have focused on their marketing, that have focused on improving with all the downtime, on personal projects, on staying relevant, trying new things like TikTok, doubling down on Instagram, Facebook, you know, SEO efforts. But basically that didn't lay down, that didn't take a break, and that understood that you know, even during the bad times, you still had to push forward. And most importantly, this is probably even more important, is that when things are good, those are the times to prepare for the hurricane. The time you need to prepare for the for COVID and you know how to get through it and how to have a healthy business was one, two, three years before. And that could mean things like savings. That could be mean things like building your email list, building uh, your brand awareness, building your sales skills, building your marketing funnels. And now as we reopen and these studios are doing really well, that's what we're emphasizing to all of our clients and our friends is that, yes, you're doing better now. Yes, you did just as good as last year, or maybe you've grown. But right now, the money that you're making, we need to either save it, we need to reinvest it, we need to double down on all the things that we're doing correctly to get our name out there, to basically get in front of new people, build our email lists, build our Facebook groups. Because when the next thing happens, and I don't know if it's going to be 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now, but we prepare for these events when times are good, when everyone's getting fat and lazy and complacent, these are the times that we need to be sharpening our skills, working out, and just being prepared. So hopefully you're part of one of the success stories or your success story will start in 2021. But with all that being said, this has been a huge lesson for everyone. And it's probably just made everyone stronger, smarter, and I know it's changed things and we just got to continue. So I will see you guys in the next one. You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey everyone, Nicole Bagley here from Nicole Bagley Photography and Hair of the Dog. And thanks so much, Andrew, for having me to come chime in on where I see the industry moving in 2021. I'm not going to lie. I think it's a pretty exciting time for the photography industry and especially my little genre, the pet photography industry, or I should say animal photography industry because dogs, cats, horses, you name it, we love them all. And the pet industry is just continuing to expand and that is really good news for pet photographers. Now, I realize a lot of you out there might say, oh, wait, I don't know. I don't know if I want the pet industry to expand because I don't want more competition. I don't want more pet photographers in my market if I'm already a pet photographer. So you might start to get a little scared from that. But 
there's no reason. I want to actually change your perspective about that real quick. And that new perspective should actually be welcoming all these additional pet photographers into your market if you're focusing on pet photography, because as our genre expands, then the knowledge that pet photography is a thing will continue to expand. And I, for one, think that is incredibly exciting. Now, how do I know that a lot of people don't even realize that pet photography is a thing? Well, because every time I go anywhere and I meet anyone new and they ask me what I do for a living and I say I'm a pet photographer, 99.99 times out of 100, they are going to say, what? You photograph pets? Just pets. That's your full-time job is photographing pets. (laughs) So... That tells me that there's still a lot of people out there in the world that don't realize that this is even a service that is available to them. And there are a lot of dogs, cats, and horses out there with people that love them that would love our services. So for that reason, I tend to see the growth of our industry as a really positive thing, even by welcoming new pet photographers into your market. Um, I think it's fantastic. Now, for one of the challenges that I think is coming up in 2021 and as we move forward in time, that is the attention span of our potential clients is not getting any longer. (laughs) I believe our attention span as humans now is shorter than a goldfish. So when people are ready for information, they want that information quickly They want that information now. They don't want to wait. Getting them onto the phone, which we know is often a best practice if you're running a boutique business, becomes more and more complicated because they are busier. And again, they just want those answers now. So I think it's going to be really imperative that as really any portrait photographer, we look for ways that we can connect with our potential clients on our website, through our inquiry responses, um, you know, different ways, and not just rely on getting them on the phone. Of course, we still want to get to talk to them. We still want to get them on a Zoom call or on a phone. That is still our long game plan. However, I think having our website and just an inquiry form and expecting that person to be able to easily get them on that phone, I think those days are gone. I think we need to have more of a warm up process, more of a a process where that potential client gets to know us and what we offer in order to get them to start getting some buy-in before we're able to get them on the phone. And one way that I think we can do that is by incorporating more video into our businesses. And I know Andrew here at PhotoBizX is a master at helping teach video. So you guys should definitely listen to him and see how you can incorporate that into your business, whether it's some video of you just behind the scenes shooting on your website. You know, you don't have to go out and spend $2,000 to have a professionally made promo video. Sure, that's nice. It's not required. You can just create some movement with your iPhone and put it together, you know, in a simple program to have a little bit onto your website. You can just record your face to camera saying, hey, everybody, thanks so much for being here. I'm Nicole. This is my dog, Zoe. And, you know, having a little video on your about page so that you take this static website and you start to put a little video, a little movement. They get to see you. They get to connect with you before they even inquire. And then when they inquire, why not respond with an email and a little photo video from one of the many services out there that allow you to do that, like Bonjoro or BombBomb? 
There's just so many different ways that we can start to connect with our clients that will help move that inquiry process along and build that value and build that connection long before we ever actually get them on the phone. So I think that is going to be an absolutely critical piece of our businesses moving forward into 2021. All right, and then I want to finish off with one other piece of, I think, awesome news. And that is, I have seen the demand for quality pet photography to be higher than ever. It is continuing to grow and more and more clients are seeing the value of wall art and albums and beautiful products. Sure, there's always going to be a market for digitals, people that are just going to get the low cost digitals from somebody that's just starting and not realizing what their pricing needs to be to be profitable yet. That's always going to be here. You guys cannot focus on that because it's always going to be around. Just like there's always room for McDonald's and Ruth's Chris in the same market, there is room for all of us in the pet photography industry as well. There are clients out there that want the wall art, that want those albums, that want the beautiful products, that want the service, that there are just so many clients that they don't know what to do with digital files and they don't want to figure it out. They want you to take them from the very beginning of the session all the way through to delivering beautiful archival products that they didn't have to create themselves. Those clients are out there. So don't be shy and get out there and start marketing for them. So there you have it. My predictions for 2021. If you are interested in photographing pets, either as your main genre or adding that on to whatever you're photographing now, definitely come check out hairofthedogacademy.com. That is my website that has a ton of free resources, paid resources. We have a Hair of the Dog podcast. We have all of the things related to pet and animal photography over at hairofthedogacademy.com. Hope to see you there soon and have a great 2021. Hey guys, so Andrew's asked me to share my thoughts and musings on next year. Um, so my name's Joel from JD Mindset Coaching. I help ambitious photographers build a highly profitable business by creating a sales and marketing engine and completely rewiring their subconscious program. So what a year 2020 has been. It definitely challenged us all. Some people have thrived, others have struggled. I think we all have at some level. But I think it'd be remiss of me not to touch on 2020 before going to my thoughts on next year. Now, one thing I think is important, I've got my clients to do for this year is look for the silver lining. Now, what are the lessons you will take out of this year? What are you more grateful for? And what has it made you realize? Those sort of questions. If you ask these things and actually take time to sit down and answer them, I think you'll gain a lot of knowledge out of those answers. Now, there's some obvious negatives, but look for the positives. If you can find them in a negative situation, it'll go a long way towards your success. Now, personally, I'm quite bullish about next year. What I've seen with my studio and those I coach is the average sales have actually gone up since COVID, and I have a few theories on this. Firstly, sales is all psychology and emotion, and there's several factors at play that will make 2021 like a big year for savvy business owners. Now, one reason is less competition to an extent, but not a big factor. Now, the other ones that are going to make a difference is there's more money to spend, in my opinion. It might seem silly, but middle-income earners, most of them have not lost their jobs. In fact, they've been at home more. They've got more money to spend because they haven't been able to spend it. There's no overseas travel, holidays, all that sort of stuff. And people have an 
innate need to spend money and that coupled with the increasing awareness on what's important to them what i mean by that is family and connection at least a perfect storm so one thing we realized because of covid the wake-up call i guess we all needed as a collective probably is not to take family friends and connections for granted we got so busy living and being stressed and rushing from one thing to the other we forgot the most important of the human needs which is connection now my advice would be play on this new awareness in your marketing and remind people what's important to them now we did this with the grandparents competition during the lockdown about you know because so many grandparents were missing their grandkids and vice versa and we got an amazing results from that so an important thing i think is to shoot what you love as well i wouldn't necessarily look at diversifying into different genres but double down on what you're good at and what you love to shoot and put your energy into that and just back yourself because you can spread yourself too thin sometimes now the top three things i guess i would work on for me is the ability to back yourself also your ability to take action outside your comfort zone and the habits that you embed in your life those are the three things and let me explain a bit more so one of the biggest differences in successful business owners and those struggling is self-belief and the ability to back themselves so my aim with my clients is to cultivate sort of an unwavering self-confidence in what they're doing through pushing them out of their comfort zone and moving the needle on what they think they can achieve and this takes courage and trust not just trust themselves but the universe i guess if you will as well so that's super important the only difference between someone that say charges say 80 dollars for an 8x10 and someone who charges 500 is self-belief in what they're doing and the quality of their product got not much to do at all with photography skills now one of the ways i do this is by embedding solid habits and structures into my clients into their day and to use them as an anchor to remind their intellect and their mindset to think act and behave a certain way to get the results they desire not just in business but in life in general the last point but it's a big one is the ability to take action despite the fear all it takes sometimes is one courageous action and it can totally change the trajectory of your business so examples of this can be like changing a price list opening a studio space reaching out to businesses to do marketing with facebook lives hiring a coach all scary actions for some people or most people but can yield dramatic results now i recently had a client who'd been putting off calling a local business to do a collab that we've been discussing um, to do a collab on facebook with them now she put it off a month well, probably not months probably five weeks at least and i finally got her to do it said you gotta do it tomorrow she finally called the lady set it up they said yes and it yielded over 200 qualified leads in five days now that's going to book her out for months and bring in tens of thousands of dollars into her bank account one phone call one big scary action yielded that now i've seen the same thing with clients scared to change their price list they do and they double their average sale the more courageous action you take in business the more success you will see so my tip for next year, back yourself, set up the right habits and routines to embed the right mindset. I teach my clients a 20-minute morning ritual to start off every day, which is powerful to do that, and then take one courageous action every week. So I hope you guys got something out of that little spiel. If you want to see more of what I do, then follow JD Mindset Coaching on Facebook, and you can go to my website, joeldunn.com. That's J-O-H-L-D-U-N-N.com. Hope you have an epic 2021. Back yourself and most importantly, have fun with your business and your life. Hey there, Samantha Grant here from Booked Up Photographers. 
I'm a wedding photographer, and I also teach other photographers how to fill their calendar with dream clients without giveaways or discounts using Facebook ads. I'm really excited to share my perspective on what 2021 will look like for the photography industry. And 2020, it's been, well, it's been incredibly difficult on the photography industry, especially for wedding photographers. Um, Restrictions have really varied across the world, and it's resulted in a rise in popularity of elopements and intimate weddings, as well as the need to pivot to other genres of photography that have less restrictions, like family photography or maternity photography. And it's also created a need to pivot into new streams of income, like online education or digital product offers. And personally, I predict that some of these trends will continue And some of them will fade as we enter 2021. So number one, in general, I think that the need to pivot towards other sources of income like online education, digital product offers, or even switching niches into something that's outside of your specialty will probably fade as 2021 goes on. And that's just because I have seen the photography industry already coming alive again. And I believe that no matter where you are in the world and where your restrictions are at as 2021 keeps on going, that industry, like it's going to come alive more and more and you're not going to feel quite the need to diversify as much as you do right now. However, that doesn't mean that you have to stop, right? We can continue to grow those other diversified streams of income that we have built throughout the pandemic and just add it on to what we have already been doing and what our core specialty is. So that is kind of an opportunity for photographers to really grow their income in this new year. Number two, I think that elopements and intimate weddings will likely remain far more popular than ever before, since now people have been almost forced into having the style of wedding. And at the same time, all those same couples and everyone that they know are seeing what an amazing experience eloping can be. Now, I've heard chatter from other people in the industry that intimate weddings will probably be the new normal. And Well, I think that they might be happening more than before. I don't necessarily believe that traditional weddings will completely go away or that the new normal will be that intimate wedding or elopement. I really think that, um, well, yes, this may also depend on the country and the restrictions that remain throughout the year, but I think the key difference will be that couples planning larger weddings will probably be looking more at 2022 and even 2023 more so than this year. And that may mean that they might even be willing to spend more money on their vendors because of the longer engagement period and the ability to save up. I mean, imagine they got engaged at the you know middle to end of 2020, they might be waiting to start planning until this year. So that way they know for a fact that things are going to be closer to normal in 2022 and 2023. And then lastly, I predict that niches like family photography and especially lifestyle photography will experience some level of increased demand. And that's because I believe that families will understand the importance of photography more after 2020 because so many people have lost loved ones this year, sometimes multiple loved ones, and only have photos left. We all had this really big reminder in 2020 about how short life is and how tomorrow's never promised, no matter how healthy or young you or your loved ones are. 
And so honestly, I'm really excited for 2021 because as the COVID vaccines are being distributed and we get closer and closer to a restriction-free world, I really, truly to my core, believe that photography is going to be one of those industries that comes back better than it was pre-COVID. And if you'd like to learn more about how to fill your calendar with dream clients using Facebook ads, then you can head on over to my group, Booked Up Photographers on Facebook, and you can get there by going to group.bookedupads.com. I'll see you guys there. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. Hey guys, Mark Rosetta here, photography business coach and double master photographer with the AIPP. Who am I? I am a photography business coach that helps photographers all around the world to find the right business models, products and price list to suit themselves and their lifestyle. Then I help people systemize and automate their workflow to run sustainable photography businesses but I mainly specialize in marketing. I love marketing. I've got a master marketing course with over 350 photographers from around the world, and I've got hundreds of reviews on my website of success from photographers that I've worked with. So that's who I am, and the question that Andrew has asked is, what do you predict to see happening in 2021? This is my view. I reckon that those who are diversifying in their photography businesses are going to come out the winners. What I mean by that, you're looking at all different life cycles of a client, whether it would be pregnancy, newborn, family, seniors, generation, and the wedding industry. If you are photographing domestic portraits and diversify your genre so you can attract more clients at a larger scope, they're going to be the winners from 2021. So if you can do that, that's what I'd be looking at doing, which means that you still offer the same kind of experience and quality and finished products and finished artwork and all of your marketing can be drived around being a specializing in family portraits and the wedding industry. But what it does, it creates a larger scope to reach because I can tell you now that the results that we've had so far at the end of 2020 have been phenomenal. Even though COVID this year has changed the game for a lot of photographers, those that have had the ability to photograph and to sustain their work and keep it up, they have had tremendous results. The biggest months they have ever had from June all the way through to December now. And they are absolutely killing it. Hugely, because what we've done is in that uh, May, June, July period where the lockdowns were happening around the world, we made sure that all my coaching clients kept their finger on the pulse, stayed top of mind, true to themselves and true to their brand and pimped up their marketing so that when the doors were ready to open and that's what we did. As soon as we were given a green light, the photographers I was working with, they went to market because they were already top of uh, mind and people's buying cycles from pretty much June, July until December from a client's perspective have all been very focused on the family. 
I know that a lot of people haven't seen their family, haven't connected with their family. So generation shoots has been huge because families are coming together and the grandparents are the ones who are asking for, can you send me some family photos, some family portraits? So another tip for 2021, make sure you have your would you like fries with that product so that you've got the ability to not just photograph for the family for their wallet and the albums, but you also have the ability to sell to grandparents and their extended family as well. The results have been huge. So I'm really looking forward to 2021. 2021 is going to be massive because family and unity and no one else has got money to spend on traveling around the world. People have already brought their TVs and spas and jet skis and updated their card and done their renovations. They need someone to spend money with, so it might as well be you. The other big prediction is the wedding industry is going to go cray-cray. The wedding industry, you're going to have weddings pretty much any day of the week because everyone has waited until things settled down. So if you are a wedding photographer, I'll be hitting your SEO extremely hard and making sure that you are top of mind for your wedding clients and even go to the stage of creating products and prices and packages for people getting married during the week because I've got a friend who owns a venue for weddings and he's getting inquiries coming left, right and center for pretty much any day of the week. No longer is it a Saturday, Sunday, Friday thing. People are getting married on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Another friend of mine is getting married for breakfast, 7 a.m. in the morning. So it's time to get creative with your wedding suppliers and companies and venues. Stay in contact with them and make sure that you are looking after them and that you're top of mind and they know that you are in business and you are ready to go. The third thing, so we've covered family portraits, we've covered the weddings, and the last thing, personal branding and business. Oh man, 2021, businesses are either booming and they are doing really well, or they have really struggled and they need to revamp themselves. So depending on the industries, depending on the feedback that you will get, I know a lot of the service-based industries like your plumbers, your sparkies, your builders, your real estate agents, they've gone cray-cray. So I guess it is uh, personal branding, business branding, headshots, new year, new you, hit the ground with a fresh dynamic images for your social media, social media content, your website, your Instagrams, your Facebook. It is going to be huge. So there's my trends. First one is diversify because they're the ones going to come out on top because they can reach a broader crowd. And family portraits is going to be huge. COVID babies, January, February, March, April, (laughs) COVID babies. And then you've got your wedding industry and then you've got your personal branding. If you do need help with anything, with your coaching, with your price list, your products, your website, your marketing, your systems, please hit me up on markrosetto.com and would fill out a free coaching strategy session with me. Would love to have a chat with you all. Say goodbye to 2020 and let's bring on 2021. See you soon. Bye-bye. Hey guys, this is Tracy Moore. I am a photographer, educator, a coach, 
and just a all-around goofball based here in Billings, Montana. I've been on Andrew's podcast before, and I'm excited to come back with a few pieces of advice on what's happening in 2021. And thank you, Andrew, for having me back on. So let's get into it. What is going to happen in 2021? Who knows, but I'm sure it's going to be better than 2020 because this year has definitely been insane for all of us. So I think a lot of us are struggling. We've had to evolve with the times, change our businesses up a little bit just a lot of changes for everybody. So he asked me to come on here and just kind of give you guys a runaround of what my predictions are for photography businesses in 2021. And I think that's something really fun and interesting to think about. And yeah, I'm excited to just chat and talk about what I think is going to happen. So we have a list to kind of go down as far as marketing, advertising, branding, social media, declining and expanding markets, you know, doubling down or singling up on a niche. And I think that's all really important things to talk about. So first, let's start with marketing trends. Uh, Clearly, reels and TikToks are hugely on the rise, especially Instagram reels, since those are a bit newer. And I have noticed a big increase in followers and engagement whenever I post a reel, especially if I post it like to my actual feed. And the ones that usually get the best impact are when I'm bringing value or helping my ideal clients. So for any of you who have Instagram, which hopefully is all of you, I would start doubling or tripling down on reels because that is really big right now. This might change. There might be something new that comes up and I would jump on whatever is new. But for right now, reels are killing it and you will notice a big increase in your reach If you just take a little time and think about who your ideal client is, who's going to see this and how you can help them, either with education, inspiration, um, whatever it is, just give them value. That's the biggest thing that we always have to remember when we're posting. So advertising trends, I still see that happening. Just showing up on social media, bringing in a little bit of vulnerability and a whole lot of value. As far as declining or expanding markets... Hopefully, you know, most things will come back and we'll all be good to go in 2021. Things are probably never going to be the same after this crazy year, but I'm hopeful that most of them will return to a semi-normal way. Expanding markets, I think definitely elopements have expanded already and they will just continue to do so because everyone's canceling weddings. We can't do them. And so if I was a wedding photographer, I would be looking into how to help brides that are trying to plan a wedding in 2021 and talk about the possibilities they have and maybe make some new relationships with some vendors or some really cool spots that they can elope and just helping them through that because that's got to be really stressful as a bride and a groom. And so just ask them kind of what they're dealing with and give them good value that's going to help them have the day that they always wanted. And if it's not the exact day they were planning, help them come up with a real good plan B. But I would be all over elopements. I think that's a big expanding market and will continue to be so in 2021. As far as declining markets, I bet a lot of us have noticed a little bit of decline, you know, in the portrait world or whatever it is that you niche in. Luckily, I didn't notice a huge dip in seniors, but that's because I'd booked the majority of them beforehand. But I do know that a lot of people are struggling financially. So hopefully you're still booking, but I can see that maybe the average sale might go down. Maybe you won't book quite as many clients. So it's really important that we just look at what's happening right now in the market and with our clients and 
see how we can still bring value to them. Maybe it's adding more mini sessions or maybe it's just really honing in on who your ideal client really is and make sure your marketing is on point so that those people will see that you're going to give them an amazing experience that's safe with the times and something to to cherish forever. As cheesy as that sounds, people really need that, especially you family photographers. A lot of families are bonding more than ever because they're all stuck together. So like I talked about evolving with the times, maybe offer something cool to document this crazy time in their lives. You know, they're going to be talking about this for a long time. And when the kids grow up, their parents are going to be like, oh my gosh, in 2020, everything changed. I had to homeschool you. It was it was a madhouse. The house was destroyed. I was trying to pretend like I knew what I was talking about when I was homeschooling you and maybe go in there and, you know, take some shots of that and document that for them. I don't know. It's just all about evolving with what's happening right now and telling stories, which people love and people need. As far as branding photographers, if you're a personal brand photographer, if you've thought about getting into that market, I think that's going to be even better in 2021. It's already been on the rise. And I feel like with the decline in business, it doesn't necessarily mean there'll be a decline in business photography. I think that businesses are really going to be looking for ways to market themselves and to get back to normal. And they're going to need great pictures to go along with that. So I would really be focusing on how to help your local businesses get back to normal-ish in this market right now and talk to them, hear their stories, maybe share their stories with other locals and you know get them some exposure on, on what's been happening and see if you can help them out with some great pictures and some great social media content. And they're going to need that. So I think that's going to be a great market to stay in or to jump in on. And then as always, finding your niche, 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 Andrew makes fun of me. I don't know how to say it. Either way, finding that will always improve your business. I think it's a great idea. It's a big thing of what I teach in the Focus Mastermind that I run. That's the first thing we go over because when you are a specialist, people trust you more, they pay you more, and you get to choose that one thing that just lights your soul on fire and makes you so happy and shoot only what you love. And people can sense that passion and they want to book you even more because you are the specialist for that one thing. So I wouldn't open up to a lot of, you know, genres of photography if you want to. Fine. There's many people that do that and they do it good, but what I believe works really good is is honing in on your ideal clients so well that they feel like you're talking just to them when you market and that just comes with thinking about what you love to shoot, why you love to shoot it and who your exact client is and marketing just to that person. So, I would definitely double down on that. And let's just try to make 2021 an amazing year because it's been insane. 2020, bye-bye, <laughs> we're over you. And I'm super hopeful and excited for 2021. I think there's a lot of good coming. And yeah, that's kind of where I see it going. Like I said, depends on the market, depends on what you shoot. But I'm very hopeful for 2021. And I think it's all about just evolving with the times, honing in on your niche and just showing up constantly with great value on social media and in your email lists and your stories and reels and anywhere you can. We all want to hear good things and and be excited and be inspired. And so it's up to us to put that out there and tell them what we can do for them. So yeah, I think that's about it. Andrew, thank you for having me on. I'm always humbled to be asked to do things like this, especially for you. You're amazing. Love this podcast community you've built and um, thinking of all of you hardworking photographers out there in 2021. I hope this is the best year ever. 
If you want any more info on my Focus Mastermind, you can go to my Instagram and just shoot me a DM. And that's at Tracy Moore Photo, T-R-A-C-Y-M-O-O-R-E-P-H-O-T-O. That's usually the easiest way to get a hold of me. Just go over there and shoot me a DM and I would love to answer any questions you have and help you build a business that you just love and that makes you really happy inside. That's my whole goal in life. So everyone have an amazing rest of your day and thank you so much, Andrew. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. PhotobizX.com. Real advice, real strategies and real ideas to build your photography business. Hi, my name is Steve Separito from Steve Separito Education. I help photographers build businesses organically. I teach them how to connect with their clients by helping their clients discover what truly matters to them about their relationships and why they want to celebrate their family or themselves right now. I help photographers simplify their business, their pricing and products to make clients' decisions really easy for them to make. I coach startup photographers all the way through to established photographers. And let's face it, every elite athlete needs a coach. And we all have to start somewhere. Well, 2020 was an exciting year. It saw a lot of change in our industry and we've all had to adapt in some way or another. I've seen huge increases in average sales within the 200 odd photographers that I train. It's been one of those years that came full of surprises. Although the volume of what people were doing is less, the money that people were making has actually increased because of this much higher average sale. A lot of that, I think, can be attributed to a few factors. First is that money is the cheapest that it's ever been. Secondly, credit card debt worldwide is at its lowest ever. Many governments are handing money out to people to stimulate the economy and to support people, and people are spending like they've never spent before. The figures that I'm monitoring are coming from a variety of countries. So some of those countries are USA, Australia, France, Italy, Denmark, New Zealand, Germany, and those photographers that have been proactive and implementing these strategies are seeing huge increases in in average sale. People, now that they've cancelled holidays, have additional money, and what they're doing is they're resetting on what is important to them or what's important to their family. And suddenly, photography has become at the forefront of people's minds. With the right conversations and the right focus on what's important to your clients, they seem to be spending in record numbers. We've seen a tendency for people to want to compensate for what's been taken away from them on mid-luxury goods, which totally fits in with what we do. Let's face it, many people feel as though they've had a lot taken away from them in 2020, and they're compensating for that by spending on things that make them feel good, which photography fits that bill. So for those people that have been proactive We've seen that although volume has come down, profit in 2020 has exceeded for some photographers, not everybody, for some photographers, they've made more money in 2020 than they have in even 15 years of their past operations, which is awesome to see. With travel being limited, 
I believe 2021 is going to continue to grow in the portrait market. We've also seen an increase in money spent on wedding album upgrades and wall art. Um, For those people that are offering wall art and gifts to family have also increased. These increases are happening when photographers are seeding upgrades through the client experience. Relationship marketing still is proving to be the best filter for clients and the best way to get quality clients. Creating those alliances and relationships with other businesses gives you the ability to target your avatar, target your preferred client with the least amount of filtering and the least amount of time. Right now, local businesses are looking for ways to bounce back. Doors that were previously shut are now suddenly open as they're looking for ways to rebuild and to reward loyalty in their clients. And there's never been a better time to create alliances for your business in photography. This type of marketing creates a higher quality and qualified leads that tends to spend usually about 30 to 40% more than a Facebook lead, for instance. So although we still need a variety of ways that we're marketing, relationship marketing is still one of the stronger ones that yields the highest level of average sale. So if you want to discover more about what we do, look me up, Education. that's S-T-E-V-E-S-A-P-O-R-I-T-O, education.com. Alrighty, it's Andrew here again. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did in putting it together. I hope you got a ton from what each of the guests shared in today's episode, and I do hope that you share their positivity and their optimistic outlooks for 2021 and for your photography business. Don't forget, if you want to check out any of the links that you heard mentioned in today's episode, head over to photobizx.com forward slash 2021 special. I've got links to anything and everything that the guests mentioned, plus where you can find their past interviews on PhotoBizX, where you can find them on social media. It's all there in one spot. And of course, if you do have a follow-up question you'd like to ask any of the guests, you can post those in the comments area at the bottom of the show notes. Or if you are a premium member, you can access every single one of today's guests in the members' Facebook group. So tag them there. I'll make sure they see your questions, even if you just want to say thanks for coming on, sharing what you did, or if you want to ask them to go into more detail about something they talked about, feel free to hit them up in the Facebook group. Next week, once the Aussies have well and truly finished their holidays, well, most of us anyway, we'll be back to somewhat normal programming for the PhotoBizX podcast, but we'll be kicking off the Coaching Diaries episodes. So this is where I'll be featuring photographers who are currently being coached by a number of business coaches, including some of those that you heard on today's episode, exactly how they went through the onboarding process, where they are with their business right now, where they want to be with their business after they complete the coaching or work their way through the coaching, the kind of things they're getting told to do and implement in their business by their coach. It's going to be very specific. It's going to be an interview each week with one photographer who shares in detail about what it's like to be working with a coach that they have hired. They're going to share the nitty-gritty, exactly how much they're paying for the coaching, what kind of marketing they're putting in place, what changes they're making to their website, their branding, 
their marketing, how they're structuring their sales and their pricing. Like if it's covered by their coach, we're going to dig deep in these interviews. Now, in addition to those coaching diary episodes, each of the diarists, the photographers that I'll be interviewing and you'll be hearing from, will be recording snippets every week or two where they'll be updating us with how they're going with their coaching, what they're implementing, if they're seeing any success, what kind of success they're seeing, if any, and just generally how it's all going. So look out for those coming up in the month of January and potentially into early February as well. Alrighty, that really is it for this episode of the podcast. Again, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I hope you had a great New Year's and I hope you are feeling positive and optimistic about the outlook for 2021. I'm looking forward to helping you get those wins, to seeing your business improve and helping you grow and become more profitable through 2021. Have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 